magnify the name of the Lord tonight. Dear God, you are holy, Jesus. You are righteous. There is none other like you, dear God. Lord, we give you all of the glory. We give you all of the honor and all of the praise. Oh, God, have your way in every heart, every mind, every life here tonight. You are well able, dear God. You know all things, dear Lord. We bless you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight, and if you have a Bible, uh, let's turn to the book of First Kings, chapter 10. First Kings, chapter 10, beginning at verse 1. When the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. She came to Jerusalem with a very great train, with camels that bear spices, very much gold, precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him. And all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all, um, all her questions that was not only anything hid from the king, which he told her not. Let's move down to verse 6. And she said to the king, it was a true report that I heard in my own land of thine acts and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not the words until I came, and my eyes have seen it, and behold, the half was not told me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, just for a couple of minutes, I want to talk on a simple thought. I know for myself. I know for myself. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. You'll read in the Bible that uh, in Solomon's days in his kingdom, um, there are some things. Um, the Bible talked about how that there were, was great peace in that day um, and the prosperity that uh, God's people had experienced um, under the leadership of Solomon. And uh, Solomon's fame and all of his wisdom, um, it got out. And here we read where the queen of Sheba um, comes. Um, she comes from the south. She comes 
to put Solomon uh, to the test. Everything that she has heard about Solomon. She's come to see if it was true. And um, the Bible says that when she came to Solomon, that she communed with him and all that was in her heart. That means she unloaded on Solomon. She didn't hold back anything. There was no question that she possibly thought that was too small or out of the way. She revealed her whole entire heart unto him. Um, as she heard all of these great things about Solomon and how his kingdom was and his peace, in the peace that was there in the land. You will read where Solomon was one with great wisdom. But I'm going to tell you something. You will read where Jesus Christ, as he is talking, and he begins to let them know. He, he began to talk a little bit about Solomon. But when it was all said and done, he let them know that there is one that is greater than Solomon that is here. In other words, the wisdom that Solomon had and the peace that the people experienced in Solomon's days, it can't compare to the wisdom of the Almighty God. It can't compare to the peace that you will experience when you come in contact with Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that this, the Queen of Sheba, she sat there and she communed with him. You know, I believe tonight, and I believe that often we ought to commune with the Heavenly Father. Amen? I believe we ought to talk often to him. Amen? I know some people that they talk a whole lot to other people and they reveal everything else, but the truth be told... Finite man can't do our, can't handle our problems, can't make our problems any better. But I want you to know that there is one that can give you everything that you have need of. If you would just pour your heart out to him, if you would just make up in your mind that I'm going to stop talking to everybody else uh, and I'm going to talk to the one that can heal me, I'm going to talk to the one that can save me, I'm going to talk to the one that can deliver me come on do we believe that tonight amen come on I come to lift up my voice and I come to call upon the name of the Lord each and every day it's time that I hang up the phone of some people and I start dialing into heaven and I start calling in on Jesus and letting him know that I need you I need your help you can be seated tonight she didn't hold anything back. She poured out all of her heart unto the king. I'm so glad that I can talk to God about anything. I'm so glad that there is nothing that I can't talk to him about, that he's not going to shun me and tell me, no, you can't talk about that. But I'm so glad that the writer said it like this. He said, when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I don't know about anybody else, but I've had an overwhelmed heart a time or two. And you know what? 
My overwhelmed heart ain't going to get no better by me talking to my girlfriends and talking to my big head buddies. But my heart is going to get better. Things are going to have to begin to turn around in my life when I find my way to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, I don't need somebody that's on the same level that I am. I need to think the same way that I do. I need to find my way to the one whose thoughts are higher than mine, whose ways are higher than mine. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Too many people try to handle an overwhelmed heart and make things worse than what they already are. But I got to find my way to Jesus, amen? I came to find Jesus tonight, amen? Oh, I, I, did we come to have church tonight? Are we still apostolic tonight? <laughs> Are we lively stones tonight or what? Come on, I come to call on the name of the Lord, amen? I come to let God know I need you. There's so much going on in my life, and I'm about to lose my mind. And I need to get a hold of you. I need to grab a hold of you. And I need to let you speak some peace back into my heart. I come to talk to my God. You can be seated tonight. And so I'm glad that I have a God that I can talk to. That, you know what? Sometimes we, we miss the mark sometimes, amen? Bible says that we've all come short. There, we've all missed the mark at times. And it's in those times that I realize that I need God more than anything. That money is not going to make my situation any better. Possessions are not going to make my situation any better. Even relationships, they're not going to make my situations any better. But the only one that's going to fix my situation is the Almighty God. And I don't know about anybody else, but I come to let him know everything that is weighing on my heart. I didn't listen. He said, come. Unto me, all ye that labor and that are heavy laden. I believe that there are some heavy laden people here tonight. But I want you to know that there is an invitation for you to come and grab a hold of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I don't know about anybody else, but I come to answer that visitation, honey. I want to get... Oh, I want to get a hold of the Lord tonight, amen? I want the Holy Ghost to fill my heart like never before. I need him tonight. I need him tonight. I don't, I don't need anybody else. I need Jesus tonight, amen? I don't need another drink. I need Jesus. I don't need another pill to pop. I need Jesus. He's the only one. The only one that's going to make life better. You can be seated tonight. Goes on and the Bible says that Solomon revealed to her. He began to answer her questions. How many know God's always got the answer? He's got the answer. If you would just begin to ask, if you would just begin to call on him, God will meet 
and God will answer you. God will. I believe that tonight. And when it was all said and done, see, because here's the thing. The queen, she had heard about Solomon. She heard about his wisdom. She heard about everything that was going on to the land. But how many know you just hearing about it is not the same thing as you seeing it for yourself? It's not the same thing as you experiencing it for yourself. I can remember as a young person, I would hear about God and all and how great he was. I can remember hearing about how that he was a healer. I remember how I would hear about numerous times about people being healed of cancer. I can remember hearing that God is a provider sitting right over there as a young person and hearing the elders stand up, testimonial service, and talking about how that God has never failed and that God will never will fail. I can remember hearing that. But you know something? It does something to you when you experience it for yourself, right? It does something to you when you see it for yourself. Amen? Come on. It is no longer what I've heard. It's what I know. It's that I have seen it for myself. I've experienced it for myself. I don't need anybody else to tell me about it. I know it for myself. And I want you to know that I know for myself tonight that God is a provider, that God is a healer, that God is a deliverer. Come on, I heard a long time about it, but I know it for myself tonight. I know that he is real. I know that the Holy Ghost is real. I know for myself tonight. You can be seated tonight. It's a good thing when you experience God for yourself. When it's no longer you hearing about how great he is. But when you experience God, I'm talking about situations in your life, encounters in your life, that you know it was God. It was nobody else. It was the almighty God. I know I've mentioned this once before, but I, I can't help because when God does things for you and when God constantly provides and when God is constantly a shield and a defense in a time of trouble, you can't stop talking about all the great things that God has done. I can remember a couple of years ago, going to step out on faith. We was going to purchase a home. And I can remember, I'm going to tell you how God works. Because other people might not think this way, but I think this way. The home that we was looking at, it was a nice little thing. It wasn't something big or, or luxurious. It was, it was cozy. It was a place that we could call home. And I believe to this day, God had that little thing tucked away just for me. I believe that with my whole heart. I'm telling you. The thing was, was listed to be, uh, it, they listed as it was a two-bedroom and two-bath 
we got in there, looked around. It was actually a three-bedroom and two baths. And I'm talking about nobody. It was a nice house the way that it was. We didn't even really have to do much to it. And it was tucked away. Nobody nobody touched it. Nobody went to try to bid on it. It was just us. And that thing went through. And I'm like, my God, God just dropped a home into our lap, and he tucked it away just for us. Let me tell you something. That was God. And though you can't tell me that God can provide and that God isn't a provider, you have come too late to tell me. I know it for myself. I know what the Bible means when they call him Jehovah Jireh. God is my provider. God, I is on me. God knows how to meet my need. Come on, I know it for myself. It's no longer me hearing it, but I've experienced it. I've seen God do it, and I know that he's able to. I know that he's able to. And be seated tonight. I know God to be, and I'm just talking about all of the things that God has done in my life. His blessings that lets me know that nobody don't have to tell me any longer. I've experienced God's grace. I've experienced God's mercy. I've experienced God's pouring out his blessings upon me. Not too long ago, a couple of years ago. Now I'm telling you. How many know God to be a, a defense? David said it like this, Thou hast been a defense and a refuge in the day of trouble. Well, I've had some days that could have been the end. It could have been all over. But I found out that God is a defense. That God is a safe place. That the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And that the righteous run into and that they are safe. I've come to find that out that when you call on the name of Jesus, angels are dispatched out to his, to his people. That the angels of the Lord are camp around about those that fear the Lord. And I can remember an encounter that should have took my life. And when you walk out of an encounter like that, no broken bones, no head injuries, no scratches, and people that are out there that sees the condition of the vehicle and they're looking at you. You know them to be a shield of defense, don't you? That they look at you and how in the world you made it out of this. I want you to know that my God is a refuge. My God is a defense. Listen, I know it for myself. You can't tell. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, it's no longer what I heard. It's what I know for myself. I know my God is high as on me. I know his hand is on my life. I know this. I know this for myself. You ain't got to tell me God's good. I know God is good. You ain't got to tell me God is a provider. Every day I wake up, I know that God is a provider. I 
know it for myself. I can be seated tonight. She had heard from afar when she made her way to Solomon and all the things that she had heard. She said, I heard it, but when I heard it, I really didn't believe it. It's hard for you to believe just by hearing it. You can hear that God is good, but yeah, everybody says that. You can hear that you have something. A lot of people talk about they have something. Everybody's screaming that they got something. Everybody's screaming they got God. Everybody's screaming that church, their church is the, the, this and that. But it's not until you show up to when you figure out if that church is a so-called church, if it's a cemetery, or if it's the real deal. I want you to know that I heard about how good God could be, but it wasn't until I stepped foot in the house of the Lord and I felt his presence and his word did something to my heart. I realized that there is a God and that he is real. And you know what? I want to get to know this God. I want to get to know what they're talking about. Oh, baptism in Jesus' name? Tell me a little bit more about that. And I come to find out that it is real. I come to find out that the Holy Ghost is real. I come to find out that there is nobody like God. There's nobody like him. You can be seated tonight. You know, some people will never experience God that way. They'll never experience God that way because sometimes we're so afraid to step out on faith. You know what I mean? You know, you hear about <coughs> God being a provider. You hear about how that God can make a way. But sometimes we get a little t too timid, a little bit too reserved. And we don't want to step out on faith. We have the, the buts or the what ifs. I want you to know there ain't no what ifs when it comes down to God. I want you to know that God's word can do exactly what he said it can do. I want you to know that God is not slack concerning his promises tonight. And you know some people, they don't believe that that can happen to me. People that are filled with the Holy Ghost. People that are baptized in Jesus' name. As if God is a respecter of persons. How many know God ain't a respecter of persons? Can I tell you, and I thought about this. Do you know that God, okay, this is why I like God. Because he's not partial, right? Okay, if God is still allowing the atheist to breathe, and he is still providing for the unbeliever, the one that don't even believe in him. The one that don't even think that there is a God. How much more do you think that God will provide for people that are living for him? And that people that are baptized in his name. And that are filled with the Holy Ghost. And that are in covenant with him. I want you to know that God's eye is on his people. And David said it like this. I was young and now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed I'm begging for bread. I heard that as a young person but as a 38 year old man I know what that means tonight I know that my God will provide he will make a way when there 
it seems like there is no way. I know it for myself. I know it for myself tonight. You can be seated. I know it for myself tonight. He's a healer. He is a healer. We believe in this tonight? Believe in God's word tonight? I can remember trying times, times that come to test your faith. And one of those trying times was when my wife was pregnant with my daughter. And I went to the doctor for a regular checkup. The doctor came back with some news that there was a possibility that my daughter would be born with Down syndrome. And the doctor said, you know, we can do this test and that we can check and see if she has it. But you need to know that if she does it, there's a possibility that by doing the test, she could develop it. And I'm like, how does that help? How does that help me decide what to choose? You ain't helping me. You're you playing a game with me, aren't you? And I said, you know what? You ain't getting nothing. Ain't doing no tests. But you know the devil comes in like a flood, right? You know he gets you, causing you to doubt, causing you to, to begin to think what if. And I can remember the apartment that we was living in at the time. And I can remember sitting at my desk. And I can remember, mind just, just all over the place. Unstable. Just, just so many doubts. And I can remember, I, I said, I got to do something about this. And I'm going to tell you the best thing to do that when you have doubts, open up the book. Open up the word. Get in the word. God will give you some clarity. Amen? God will give you some understanding. And I can remember as I opened up that book, the scripture that I went to, that God led me to on that day in my trying times. The scripture was, the blessings of the Lord, they make it rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. And you know what? At that moment, I said, God, I believe you. I believe that this is a blessing, and I don't believe that you're going to allow this to happen. Your hand is in it. Your hand is on the situation, and we're going to believe. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight, and can I tell you that everything is just fine, and I want you to know that my God, listen, nobody can take that away from me. I'm talking about God answering me in the time of my distress, in the time of my my worry in the time of my fear is speaking to my heart. I know that God will make a way, amen. I know that God is a healer, amen. I know it for myself tonight. I know it for myself tonight. That my God, somebody, listen, young person, it's about time you know Him for yourself. 
Stop holding on to your parents' coattails. It's about time you pray and find out that God will answer. It's about time you develop a relationship with the Almighty God and find out that He is real. Come on, find it out for yourself. Know it for yourself tonight that God is real. nobody else's coattail. Don't take nobody else's word for it. You pray. You read that book. Amen. That's for all of us. Amen. I know it for myself tonight. I know God to be real tonight. I know him to be a provider. Let us remain standing because she goes on she says, thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. Listen, listen. You can come to God about something, a situation. But do you know that God will exceed your expectations? Do you know that you will come to God and bring something to God? And God will do more than what you asked for. Come on now. Do you believe that tonight? Come on. I heard how I've heard about his goodness. But I'm going to tell you, when I got in a relationship with him, when I got into an encounter with him, it exceeded everything that I could possibly imagine, that I could possibly think. I'm going to know that our God does great things. He don't fall short on anything. My God. I wish I had a church that would act like they believe it tonight. I wish I had a church that would act like they would respond to it tonight. My God does above and beyond he goes. She goes on. and She begins to talk about some things. She begins to talk about how happy are thy men. Happy are these thy servants which stand continually before thee and have thy wisdom. And I can't help but to think of what the psalmist said about God's people. He said, happy, happy are they that are in such a case. I'm going to tell you something. God's people should be the most happiest people on the planet Earth. Man, do we got the Holy Ghost tonight or what's happening? Come on now. Do we believe the word? Come on. If I got the Holy Ghost, my lip ain't dragging the ground. Amen, brother. Come on. My hands are in the air. Amen. My heart is lifted up. Amen. My voice is lifted. Amen. Happy are the people that are in a case such as this. We are in a good place. Amen. We're in the church of the almighty God. There ain't no people that are like God's people. Not happy because of who I know. Well, I'll change that. I'll say I'm not happy because of a human relationship. I'm happy because I'm in a relationship with him. And that, listen, you can't tell me God's eye is not on me. I know God's eye on me. 
God confirms it every day. He confirms it every day. And the psalmist said it like this. He said, he said, what is man that thou art mindful of him? And the son of man that thou visitest him. You know, I can't wrap my mind around the fact that God's eye is always on me. It's always on us. I'm going to tell you something. We are privileged people tonight. We're privileged people to have a God like our God. And there is no kingdom like his kingdom. Amen. I'm going to tell you, the kingdom of God, you will experience peace here, joy, happiness. But you got to stay connected to God. Amen. You got to stay connected to God. You got to walk with him. There is nothing that will substitute that can take his place. There is no amount of money. There is no house. There is no car. There is no human relationship that can take the place of the relationship with the Almighty God. And I'm going to tell you something. I used to hear, and I used to wonder, is that really true? You know, I used to hear, you know what? You can live without being involved in the things of this world. I know that today, but I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't comprehend. How is that possible? I know for myself it's possible tonight. People say, well, we live in a sinful world. Sin is all around us. You might as well Get involved. You can't, you can't get away from it. It sounds like some people that just want to sin. That's what it sounds like to me. That's what it sounds like to me. But the Bible says where sin did abound, grace did much more abound. I'm going to tell you there's enough grace to keep you from falling. Amen? There's enough grace to keep you from going backwards. Amen? There's enough grace to keep you from looking at the wrong things, young man. There's enough grace, young ladies, to keep you from dressing the wrong way. Amen? I ain't got to go with the flow, honey. I got the Holy Ghost, right? I got the power of the Almighty God. Amen? I got the real thing. And I know for myself that it works. I know that it works for myself. Don't be content with just hearing about how good God is. Don't just, don't just repeat somebody else is saying get in a relationship with God for yourself and you will find out that God has been waiting all along he's been waiting on you he's been waiting to hear from you he's been waiting to spend some time with you he's been waiting I want to know him for myself tonight amen anybody want to know him tonight anybody want to walk with him tonight amen anybody want to talk with him Anybody want to be in a covenant relationship with him tonight? Come on, somebody. Come on, lift up your hands and call upon the name of the Lord tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Somebody talk to him tonight. Come on, it's no longer what I've heard. It's no longer me hearing other people talk about how good God is. I know him for myself. I know him to be a provider. I know him to be a healer. I know that in times when things struck my home, 
in my hands. I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't make the situation any better. God stepped in right in the nick of time. I know he's a healer. I know he's a provider. I know he's a way maker. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. Young person, lift up your voice. Make it up in your mind that I want to know you, Jesus. I want to know you, Jesus. I don't just want to come to church and sit on the church pew and hear about you, but at the end of the day, I want to know you for myself. I want to talk with you. I want to walk with you. I want to commune with you. I want to pour my heart out to you. Oh, somebody bless him tonight. Somebody bless him tonight. This altar is open. Somebody come with your heart lifted with your hands. Calling upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. I need you, Jesus. I want to know you for myself, Jesus. Oh, I want to know your ways. Oh, I want to be able to hear and know your voice. Oh, somebody lift him up. Somebody magnify him. Come on, I'm not content with just hearing my mother and my father and my brother and my sister talk about him. I want to know it for myself. I want to know it to be true. I want to be able to stand up and say, you are true. Your word is true. I want to know you for myself. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, young ladies, lift up your voice. Come on, young men, lift up your voice. Oh, I want to know you, Jesus. I want to know your ways, Jesus. I want to experience you like never before, Jesus. Oh, I want the Holy Ghost. I want your power. Oh, have your way in me, oh my 